0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast
2: where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of hot fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Menez. I'm Scott Corelli. And today we're about to go off on minute six, which begins with the chief inspector telling Nicholas that if he stayed in London, he'd put them all out of a job and ends with Nicholas having something important to tell
0: CSI Janine, but doesn't want to tell her
2: over the phone.
0: And we have guests. We do. We have guests. Yay. Yay. Uh, From Lord of the Rings Minute, welcome to the show, Cassandra Norman.
3: Hi. Hello.
0: Hi. Welcome back. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I guess um, let's start off with uh, talking about, uh, do you guys uh, remember seeing this movie for the first time? Because this was, for a lot of people, this was like the first Edgar Wright thing that they saw. Um, And they went back and saw Shaun of the Dead later. But uh, what was it for you two?
3: I saw Shaun of the Dead first, uh, but I okay. didn't see. I haven't seen any of these, the Cornetto trilogy, in theaters. I saw them all at home on a DVD. Oh,
1: yeah, same. I you actually too? we double featured um, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz uh, the first time I saw those, and mm. uh, that was like oh my god, like eight years ago at this point. Mm. But Mm -hmm. I really liked this one, like Shaun of the Dead. I've come to appreciate more, but this one was just like instant favorite. I still haven't seen World's End, but Mm -hmm. do
2: you? Can you remember immediately, like you know, upon those first viewings, like what was it about Hot Fuzz that sort of put it in a in a in a place in your heart that Shaun of the Dead didn't?
1: I tend not to gravitate towards horror genre in general. So while mm-hmm. it was like funny, I I didn't mm-hmm. really understand a lot of like the references or homages or like the 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 love letter to zombie movies. Sure. Um and then I don't know. I feel like the the humor in this movie is a little more in line with what I'm like about too. Mm. It's it's like I don't know, it just feels punchier to me in like What are you
0: about, Casp?
1: I don't know. Well, I guess cop drama. No, well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, also, also knowing what I know about, about Cass, it does feel like, um, uh, Ed is a little more of Ed and Sean are like a little more of like abrasive characters than I think Nicholas, like Nicholas, Nicholas and Danny are a little bit more like they're like cartoon characters because mm. they're like,
3: yeah, they're like,
0: cause, cause they're just like, they're, they're a little more goofy. Like I, Nicholas is very straight edge, but like kind of in a goofy N- way, they're, 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 they're a bit more broad. Yeah.
2: And I guess a bit more, yeah, like like yeah. like two animated characters where it's yeah. like Sean and Ed are kind of just like bros, two bros, two lads. Right. Like which, I
1: know I know both Sean and Ed, and I'm just like I'm mm-hmm. not about that.
0: <laughs> right, right. Plus, plus you know this being this being a movie about about uh, two bros falling in love,
1: right? Um, exactly. I, I That's like right. Up my something alley. to do
0: with your, <laughs> yeah, something to do with why you like this one so much.
1: <laughs> All right, um, since we're. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you
2: know, Shaun of the Dead is like is and 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 I say this with love. It, it's it's like ten fifteen percent fratty, which is it cool because sometimes I'm like ten to fifteen percent fratty. Sometimes sure. even more. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that that that's interesting.
0: Yeah, that makes sense to me though.
2: And the like, there's a bit more wordplay in mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like Shaun of the Dead. There's like a little bit more slapstick. Yeah, that's true.
0: I also that's
1: love true. Timothy Dalton. Like I love me some Timothy Dalton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the, great. The, and the, yeah,
2: the cast in this, which we'll get into in this very episode, the cast in this is just on another level. I mean, the cast in Shaun of the Dead is perfect. That was one of the things we learned about last season mm-hmm. was that it really, it really is like a perfect little crew. But this is just like a sprawling smorgasbord mm-hmm. of
0: actors. It's making me hungry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. So, uh, OK, so talking about this minute in particular, yeah, um, minute six, we have this great line that um, is, again, you know, sort of a, a staple of these movies is the the setup for stuff that's going to be a payoff later, which is Nicholas says, you can't just make people disappear. With respect, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just make people. Which is, of course, a setup to what's going to happen in this movie, mm-hmm. um, and and then I love I love this Bill Nye bit where he's like, "Yes, I can." I'm the chief inspector, and then he does this little snarl that he.
3: It weirdly like, hey, makes hey, me hey. think of his character from Underworld.
1: Oh
2: my
3: yeah.
1: god!
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, a little, bit,
2: a little bit, You know, in the uh, in the cast commentary that I listened to on the on the on the DVD, uh, they there is some speculation over whether the snarl is subconscious. Because <laughs> because, that, because that even kind of seems like a Davy Jones move.
0: And yeah. You yeah. have to
2: wonder if, if, if that was even calculated. If that was just naturally what Bill Nye he does. Like, he just, just says, when says things when like, he, when, like he, when, that, he, when he says he something. Smug
3: snarl. Yeah. <laughs> I love Bill Nye.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, he's,
0: he, he's, a, he's great. Um,
3: I was so happy when I started watching the minute. I was like, oh, hey, we get more of this guy.
0: <laughs> he's great. Um, and then I'm surprised I, he never did anything in Middle Earth. He would
2: have been a good Saruman. Ooh, Especially yeah. The Hobbit. I feel like everybody got in on The
0: Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. That's true. even Martin Freeman here got got in on The Hobbit. Freaking Stephen Fry was in The Hobbit. Oh,
2: that's true. Made it every minute of it. I love <laughs> Stephen Fry. It just that was like, why is this in the movie?
1: Yeah, yeah. You
2: want to do it, Mayor of Lake Town? Yeah, yeah. Martin Freeman, guys. Uh, you kind of see him. You get you get a, you get a shot of the Freeman. He's got very long hair. Yeah, in this,
0: oh, in this movie, Oh Seven Freeman. This is Peter Bjorn and John Freeman. <laughs> Um, so I love this bit here, uh, with the, with, he's like, well, there's one thing you didn't take into consideration and it's what the team is going to think of this. And then you just turn and the team is like already posing for a photograph.
2: Yeah. Um, I, 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 I bring up multiple times, um, uh, my first time watching the movie, which was with my dad. Yeah. And I remember it being kind of like a cool moment where like my sensibilities and his sensibilities like crossed over and like comedically. And uh that this was the first big laugh that the movie got out of him was the the gag of like spinning and like they're already waiting for him. Yeah, it 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 really is such a universal joke.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh it's
3: my favorite kind of joke. Sight gags? Yeah, I love sight gags. So much. Yeah. Just yeah, turn into Oh like hey, here. look at this. <laughs>
0: And it's also there there's something vaguely shining esque about yeah, yeah. about the way that they're all posed like
2: yeah. that. It's like that photograph at the end of the shining.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, strengthening
2: my theory that Hot Fuzz is secretly a horror movie.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's secretly. Or I more, mean, more, more, I think, more I think I think more more than anything, people forget that it's that's a horror a, movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's
2: suspense a better wording
3: movie. of it. It's not really a is horror it? movie.
0: No, it is a horror movie. It's a slasher film.
3: Yeah. It is. He's a slasher. As, and it's crisis.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boom, and it's as influenced by like like when you know when we watch the Wick, I watched we 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 watched some movies leading up to this, and I got way more hot fuzz vibes out of the Wicker Man than like Point Break and Bad Boys Two. Oh, for sure, which I think has visual um, motifs that mm-hmm. are called out and, and celebrated. But I think thematically, it's much more in
3: line, yeah, with like a slasher Wicker Man.
2: Uh, but let's admire all the extras, guys. This is great.
3: I like the guy, he's near the front, near the center, just to the right. His smile mm-hmm. looks super super fake to me
0: i just i love i love the plastic cups of uh champagne
3: it's yeah it says everything
0: it well it does and it just it looks like they're all holding urine tests oh god like (laughs) (laughs) this is your new job um i also like the uh the bald guy on the left uh his his smile looks more like a grimace (laughs) he's Um, just
3: like good to see you go buddy these are some tall people it's true. <laughs> and the one guy's holding his glass by the bottom. Like, he's got his fingers up like a little pedestal. Oh, holding I see his that. Glass. Yeah. It's
2: a little, little, little fancy. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I like to imagine, you know, it, it's almost like uh it, 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 you, you can forget. He had a whole other life in London. Yeah. These are all people that he knew and talked to, maybe had friendships
0: with. It's true. I mean, we really get rid of all of London in about eight minutes, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. this this movie moves. Lightning fast into, um, you know what the rest of the movie is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also love as a transitionary thing. I love that we have this this moment where everyone is is sta- standing or sitting or standing completely still. It, that makes it look like a photograph, and then we transition out of it with a camera flash, mm-hmm. which I really like. Right, just kind of, of add, adding transition. to it
2: add, and mm-hmm. adding to it, looking like that photograph from The Shining.
0: Yeah. Oh for sure, um, and then we're in a uh, we're in a, a crime scene <laughs>
3: with far too many investigators
0: and a lot of yeah. Blood. There's a lot of people. Yeah, this is this is an absurd amount of people for sure. I know I know nothing. I've never I don't even watch
2: CSI, so I don't even know like the fake. You've you never know. watched like a crime show or anything. I've never and, and this, I'm not like being a hipster. Like this is just totally. I don't know how it hasn't happened, but I've never seen a, a full episode of CSI. Huh. I've never seen a full episode of Law and Order. Oh man, I love
3: Law and Order.
1: <laughs> done. Done.
2: Which is weird because I, I I know Dinoff is in one for a little bit, and I love Dinoff but I just haven't. Yeah, I haven't checked in on that yet. I think he's in the regular one.
0: Have he, uh, is he in SVU? Oh, is it an SVU that he did? I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, Man, I, I, so I didn't watch. I didn't. I didn't re- I've never regularly watched Law and, or- Law and Order. Except I did watch Law and Order UK because
2: Freema.
1: Because
2: yeah, Freema was in it, and
0: yeah, Peter Davison was in it. Um, oh, really? Yeah, he's like, I think he's the chief inspector on oh, the show. Good for him. Did he ever yeah. say,
2: I'm the chief inspector?
0: I don't know if he <laughs> did. I'm sure he probably did. Yes, I can. I'm um, the chief inspector. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it had um, Apollo from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, it was right. a good cast. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good cast. So I watched like a season of that and had fun watching that because I was like, look, at it, they wear wigs in court. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> law and order. <laughs>
2: I... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna really feel dumb uh after this because like I feel like if I had listened to like all the commentaries at one point they do say like who else is inside of these scrubs but I couldn't I couldn't find anything in well, the research
0: that I did. Well uh uh Bob who we'll get to more tomorrow. Bob is played by Joe Cornish. Oh great. Um his her actual boyfriend, which everyone misquotes in the on the internet as like Bob is her new boyfriend, but she specifically says that her Do new really boyfriend like is Dave. Bob. Yeah. Oh. Um but Damn. Bob, Bob is the tall one and that's Joe Cornish. Right. Director of the Kid Who Would Be King. Mm-hmm. And attack the block. Mm-hmm. And uh the uh the hot, the hot fuzzball rally. Yeah, the the, the yeah fuzzball rally, yeah. Um, and that Quantum
2: of Solo song that I still have stuck in my head <laughs> after like a decade.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, now we get, we get Janine in a uncredited role. So like this is Cate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Bah, 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 bah. What? <laughs> who, who was, who was Cate Blanchett when this happened? Holy shit. Who was Cate Blanchett guys
2: strap in? Uh, so we, we, we get, we get two, we get two Titans of acting mm-hmm. this week. So Cate Blanchett's dad was actually a Texas native. He was like a United States, uh, Navy chief petty officer, and uh, his sh- ship broke down in Melbourne, and that's where uh, she met. That's where he met Kate Blanchett's mom, and that's how Kate Blanchett was born. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so she was uh, all, by 2007 already a uh, celebrated actress. She was. Uh, uh, th- 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 this is uh, I-, I geeked out over this. While she was in the uh, Sydney Theatre Company in the 1990s, she was cast as Clytemestra. In a production of Sophocles' Electra, but a couple of weeks into rehearsals, the actress who was actually playing Electra pulled out and was replaced by Kate Blanchett. So she got to play Clytemestra and Electra in the same production, which I thought was really cool. So yeah, just like a celebrated theater actress, uh, her breakthrough in film came in 1998 with Elizabeth, uh, that shot her into stardom, and you know she was nominated for a BAFTA and a Golden Globe, and she was also nominated for the sequel. Blah blah blah. But so yeah, so uh, talented, Mr. Ripley.
0: So. Oh, she was in that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh City of Lost Soul. And then, you know, of course, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh Galadriel. Kind of and uh 2004 was uh The Aviator, which is uh oh, yeah. one of my favorite film performances. Uh I I just saw that right as like my love of movies kicked into high gear and I just mm-hmm. thought she was so good in this movie. Uh right before or actually, maybe even right after Hot Fuzz in like the fall of '07, uh, my favorite performance she ever did, uh, I'm Not There, where she plays Bob Dylan. I was just like super obsessed with that movie and that performance.
3: God, that was that long ago. Yeah, '07. Wow. I still uh, haven't seen that. Wow, uh,
2: it's a trip. It's really cool. It just you get to see a bunch of different actors play different phases of Bob Dylan's career and mythology. And Kate Blanchett plays. Arguably the most iconic version of Dylan, you know, like the the no direct like the kind of uh, puffy hair and the gla- sunglasses, black and white mm-hmm. version, and, uh, like a Rolling Stone, and yeah, and she just it's fantastic, and uh, she's uh, she's a legend, and she's
0: in this movie for two three minutes. And, yeah, uh, do you do you remember from the commentary how she got involved in this exactly? Like, was it that she just wanted to like hang out with them and like they offered her this part, or did she? was she
2: I think it was I think it is something along those lines. I don't remember any specific story or like and not not anything that was like oh, like stuck out to me. So maybe yeah. it was just as simple as like, "Hey, would you be interested? Wouldn't it be funny if this was"
0: Yeah. Budget? Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. It's so interesting cuz she's such a she's such a legend now that like this this cameo I, I I feel like becomes a bigger deal whereas like at the time, I feel like most people Pretty much just knew her from Lord of the Rings. Like I don't think she was like legendary status Kate Blanchett quite yet. Mm-hmm. I never even oh. realized At this, this was
3: Kate Blanchett.
1: Yeah, until I told you like until, two weeks yeah, ago. Until Cassandra told
3: me a little <laughs> while ago. I had no oh. idea.
2: <laughs> well she well she had uh, she had won an Oscar for the aviator a couple years before in 04, 5 Okay.
0: Yeah. I still don't think that she'd become like Tumblr's Kate Blanchett yet. Well
2: Tumblr wasn't <laughs> <there>. right. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> Like it just oh I I I don't think she had I don't think she had like, you know, el- been elevated to goddess status the way that she is now. Sure, sure, sure. That's um, yeah. So that's it's just fair. it it's just interesting that she's like you know, just like a random British actress like, you know, showing up in this thing and now like we look back and it's like, that's oh, Kate Blanchett. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. She was in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was. Yep. She <laughs> sure was. I mean, there was-
2: so pretty fun in '07 to get like a Academy Award winning actors and like Scrubs and like not showing your face. It was pretty. Yeah, I guess fun.
0: that's true. I guess that's true. Um, I just remember like I, I remember finding out this with Kate Blanchett. And I was like, "Who's Kate Blanchett?" They're, they're like, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings. It's like, oh yeah, oh okay. And like that was kind of what I thought, which mm-hmm. is like, all right, I guess. Um, and then remembering that all that time, and then like it just like kind of like grew in legend mm-hmm. over time, where it was like, because like as she became more legendary. Like this cameo sort of became mm-hmm. more legendary in my mind. Of just like it's Kate Blanchett and Hot Fuzz, yeah, became true. more legendary. Right, true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, Kate Blanchett. She's great. She's got great eyes. That's all you can see of her. Right. Um.
3: She's still wearing but, all white. Uh,
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love this sort of uh, repeated joke of like. Uh, you know like what's going on and she's like i told you what what's going on you know what's going on you know talking about the relationship and he's like no i mean here indicating the crime scene and then she describes it and he's like are we are we talking are you are you talking about us or talking about the crime scene which is ah uh, that's good it's good job signs of a struggle hey, yeah signs of a struggle i'm just a it's a mess <laughs> yeah i'm just a
2: big th- this movie kind of is ground zero for my you know, kind of like I know, like like how albums will kind of teach you what you like mm-hmm. when you're first getting into music. I think this movie kinda of taught me what I liked about the rhythm, the pit pat, the back and forth. Yeah. Like the the layering jokes. Cause this was happening right around the time that I was like also into arrested development mm-hmm. and uh you know, the office and yeah. And, and this was kind of like, boom, boom. Yeah. Oh
0: you know, you know, it's funny about the, the pitter patter of dialogue in the Cornetto trilogy. Cause they, they definitely, it de- there definitely is like a pitter patter element to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um But it never, no one ever talks about that part of it because you know, when you, when you talk about like pitter patter dialogue, people would be like, Oh, like Aaron Sorkin or Amy Shermer Palladino. Yeah. But this is just as pitter pattery as like, and it's very specific. Like you can, if you heard like a snippet of of you know I don't know six lines of dialogue from an Edgar Wright movie, just sans context, I think you would be able to hear it and be able to be like, oh, that's yeah. probably from an Edgar Wright movie. Well,
2: you know what? So you know, thinking about the the the, the, the quotes of this movie, you kind of have to sing them. It's like Mr. Skinner. Yeah, you know? that's true. Check <laughs> right. out
1: his horse.
2: One, <laughs> one fascism, wonderful. You know, yeah. like you yeah. hag. hag. <laughs> It, it I'm a slasher. yeah like it
1: a of price of prices yeah like it's
2: <laughs> it's music eve draper you yeah and that's that that really is a it's it's a synthesis of acting performance and the, the script. Yeah. Like drawing it from the page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I quote this But
0: I'm saying like constantly. whenever people talk about pitter-patter dialogue, You're they, very, never, they yeah. never talk about Edgar yeah, Wright. Yeah,
2: definitely. I mean, there, there, there are so many uh, very well-made like video essays about like the visual language of Edgar Wright, but mm-hmm. yeah, but not so much the written language of Edgar Wright, which mean yeah. going back to space, you know, where it was, but that, you know. Was I, high I, think, I think
0: one distracts from the other one. That's I very think. true. Yeah. yeah. So people are so distracted by the visuals that they, they don't... Um, I don't think they pay enough credit to the to the scripts of these movies that he does um, and how tight and uh, great they are.
3: Mm-hmm. I think over time, I've appreciated the transitions in these movies more the more I've watched them. Mm. Oh, yeah. They're thi- that's the sort of thing I never really thought about when I first saw these movies. But the more I watched them, the more I really appreciate the way we get from one scene to another in all three of these movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, none of them are wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. No transitions yeah. feel like no. filler. They feel yeah. like they're yeah. doing something.
2: Right. Like you go see your average movie at the at the multiplexers, especially your average comedy, and it does feel like so many transitions are just like a couple exteriors of a city, like a like a like a pop song underneath it, and then right. it's like boom, the characters at work. Right. Or like boom, they're at a, a nightclub. Right. And you know, yeah, like like it being like, Oh, it looks like a it's like it looks like a photo, flash, oh we're at a crime scene. Like that is just like it, it's two seconds, but it just does so much to the narrative
3: and to the experience of watching the movie. Yeah. The flash happens. We're looking right at the camera and then behind the person holding the camera is a photograph.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Oh yeah, that's true. No, it's great. Um, I think that's, uh, I think that's all we got for minute six. Cool, cool. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with minute seven. Uh, but, uh, if you guys are, if you're on Facebook, make sure that you check out the Cornetto minute listeners pub where, uh, you know, we'll be, uh, Talking about whatever we talked about in this episode, maybe we can uh, talk about the pitter patter dialogue or whatever else. I don't know. Talk talk to us on the Facebook group. It's Cornetto Minute listeners pub on Facebook, Uh, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with minute seven for the greater good.
3: The greater good. For the greater good. There must be something inside